0: We'd like to bring someone to the stage now, who's a friend to everyone in the band, a friend to all, and very especially uh, a hero of mine. You please welcome to the stage, Dave Matthews. Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Corner of Gray Street Podcast. Nolan here with Bruce. And Bruce, we have uh, something very exciting, unexpected. We weren't here with you last week, but we had to do an episode this week. And it's not about Deer Creek, no. It is about Dave Matthews guesting with Dead & Company in their final show in Colorado um, this earlier this week. Um, Bruce, just a monumental moment, especially for me, two of my favorite bands, Worlds colliding. Um, this was incredible and uh, we're gonna jump into it. What uh what do you think, man? Well, let's let's get
1: going. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's extremely, extremely cool and we most certainly had to talk about it separately. From other DMB things going on, obviously we will get to the pretty awesome weekend at Deer Creek. I mean, we can't bury that just yet, so we'll be back with some of that, and we'll be back um, with the other shows surrounding this as well. But we thought that this deserved its own episode, Nolan. So yeah, that yes. night, and it was let's see, Monday, July third. Um, mm-hmm. obviously the night before independence day, um, and dead and company rounding out their tour there, uh, not their tour their their three night stand in Boulder. Um, there, you know, you can talk more about what this final dead and company tour means or doesn't mean we can talk about that later, but, uh, with this being the third night of that three night stand there, you know, that's pretty exciting for, for, uh, the band and the fans. Um. At this point in time, but for you know us and especially uh, myself, we weren't paying a ton of attention to it really. Um. I was had some friends over. We were doing a uh, goose watch party. We were watching night one from Asbury Park, New Jersey. Um, goose was playing two nights there, the third and the fourth um and it wound up being pretty epic they had uh the asbury park fireworks happened to be monday july 3rd so right oh. behind right behind the crowd um off the beach there they're shooting fireworks during the second set seem to be fueling the band there um through an epic creatures into arcadia uh if you're so inclined check that out the videos on youtube some pretty epic uh epic moments where fireworks just popping off right over Rick's head um, and just it looked awesome the band was staring at him it looked like everyone was having a ton of fun so that was really cool we were riding the high of that um, we weren't ready to be done with the evening so we went back on nugs and looked at some string cheese incident um, oh from from Electric Forest uh, Festival last week up in Michigan so we checked that out and we're just kind of winding down and then Nolan the rumors uh, were picking up all across social media, that Mr. Matthews was likely in attendance for and Company. Um, and then some more rumors were popping up here and there about different things. And I think you saw the rumor that was really kind of uh, solid for us that we may need to pay attention, uh, maybe pay attention to this. I think there was a rumor, oh, yeah, he'll be on Watchtower. But you saw something a little more.
0: Yeah, well, first I saw a rumor that... Um People were saying, "I heard his vocal coach is there." I was like, uh, "Okay, if, mm. if Rob is there, he's gonna guest." And then you saw the Watchtower rumor, and then I saw one that said, "Rumor is he's gonna be on the last four songs," and that that doesn't happen often. So yeah. they're starting to get some to be some meat to this rumor, and there's obviously like a lot of eyeballs and a lot of people paying attention. To the to the Grateful Dead to Dead and Company right now with it being their final tour and these are some of their final shows last show in Colorado, um, you know in Folsom Field, uh, so you know Colorado's been a big a big state for the Dead um, huge over the fifty plus years they've existed so once the rumors started going. Um, you know we were keeping a, a close eye on it. Decided to hop on the stream, and um, you no, know, I think I might be wrong, but I believe Joe Russo from uh, Jay Russo's Almost Dead is the only person to guess this tour, um, and that was on Drums into Space. So hadn't really been a big guest spot. I might be wrong on that. There's no DMB Almanac for uh, Dead and Company. So uh, yeah, uh, we were paying attention, and then. Um, they come out of space and they go into Standing on the Moon and I'm thinking, okay, they're running out of time a little bit. It's getting a little late in the set for them to play four songs. Yeah. And then uh, Standing on the Moon ends, John Mayer takes to the mic, says, We're gonna welcome out someone who's a friend of everyone in the band, a hero of mine, Dave Matthews. And then Place goes nuts. They showed some crowd shots. People were like, what? Stunned. Uh, all smiles on the stage. But I thought this was like a callback um, for Mayer. Like, what a moment for him. His first concert was DMB at Jones Beach. Mayer guested with DMB at the Hollywood Bowl in 2007. And before they start playing... Uh, says I am who I am because of the Dave Matthews Band. So he absolutely adores Dave, and I thought that was such a cool intro, Bruce.
1: Yeah, yeah, and the fact that he was the one that introed Dave and not Bob um, or you know whatever, I thought was pretty cool. Um, obviously, there's huge major connection there, and John has never been ashamed of admitting that about Dave, and so that was that was extremely cool. And when Dave came out, man, he was super jazz he was so hyped up and ready to roll looked like he had been ready to run you know a freaking marathon he was um, he had chugged a celsius or something he got up there and was ready to roll um (laughs) so that was really cool and it was definitely awesome to have to have mayor intro him there and i couldn't believe you know as we as we move into this just that the rumor was true that Dave actually was guessing Dead & Company, I mean, technically the Dead's last show in Colorado, if you want to believe that it's the final tour and all that, um, <laughs> for these guys. And, you know, at Folsom, I mean, we we know the DMB connection there at Folsom, pretty cool concert that they have out on DVD, and the Dead has all this history there, and I mean... Yeah, for Dave to be walking out on stage, that was that was pretty, pretty awesome. And then uh, he was handed a guitar as well, which I was wondering if he was just going to walk out and not have a guitar and just sing and look awkward, or if he would have a guitar, but he did.
0: <laughs> I was wondering that too. And I, I just got to throw in here that, I mean, what an honor to see Dead & Co. in their last tour. Got to see them in North Carolina, their last show in North Carolina in Raleigh, and your dad... I believe saw them in Charlotte two nights before that.
1: Oh yeah! So. Oh yeah! He was he had to do it. He thought about doing both, but he wound up just doing one. Um, and I think well worth it. He had fantastic seats, real pretty close on Mayor side. So he was he was grooving. Oh yeah! And I got to see a dear
0: Mister Fantasy into Hey Jude, which I mean,
1: <laughs> just now
0: I was gonna go home happy regardless um, by seeing that. But okay, so we. We just went with some a uh, little bit of history for John Mayer. Now it's time for a history lesson. Some Grateful Dead, DMB, and Corner of Gray Street connections with the rest of the members. We're going to start off with the front man, Bob Weir. Dave and Bob are friends. They most recently played together at Willie Nelson's 90th birthday bash back in uh, April. And Zach Schreiber's private uh, 50th birthday party in January at hmm. Brooklyn Bowl. Um, they played together on The Maker, Watchtower, a few others, and then ended the show with a it was a whole big group of musicians, absurd amount of talent. Um, they ended with Not Fade Away. Whole telling there. Um Interesting. Yeah. Boyd actually um I think has probably guested the most with members of The Grateful Dead, which is <laughs> wild to me, but a violin kind of fits their vibe um, there, um, but Boyd played with Bob Weir on January twenty fifth, twenty eighteen, at a convention in Anaheim, and this was Boyd's last public performance as a member of DMB.
1: Yeah, it was not too much longer after that that uh, that that uh that relationship ended there. But that's so random, like that's wild that. Truly, his last as he's a member of DMB performance was <laughs> with Weir at some convention. What? What is that? That's like I don't know. No way.
0: So random.
1: That's really random.
0: Okay, moving on. Weir guested with DMB uh, on the Maker August thirtieth, twenty sixteen, at the Greek Theater. This is his only time guesting with the full band. Um, and then which was also one of Boyd's last few shows
1: with Very D&B. true that was like right before The Gorge that year. Weir has some connections here. What's going on?
0: Yeah. Okay. And here's where we get in. We can do like the, uh, what, six degrees of Kevin Bacon with uh, yeah. Grateful Dead and DMB. And there's so much here. I try to condense this, but here we go.
1: Okay. We're going to dive in. Bob I mean, Weir. Before you do it, there's yeah. people should know. Like, There's a lot and there's a reason that we're doing this before we talk about the actual music is because we want to kind of everyone to understand how this came together. This isn't just some super random, you know, clash of the Titans, um, sort of thing. Uh, you know, these, these guys have been interwoven for a long time. Um, and some of you may know that and some of you may not, but a lot of cool stuff. Nolan dug up a lot of, uh, good stuff here. So before we talk about what Dave did on stage with them and what the guys were doing, why, why is Dave there? Why, why would they have, Um, Dave out on stage and especially at that big of a moment for them and so I think some of this helps understand why they're so such good friends yeah here's an explanation
0: of uh, Mayer's comment that Dave is friends with everyone on stage here's how Bob Weir and Rat Dog were part of the Dave and Friends Caribbean Cruise getaway back back in February 2006 where Weir joined them on stage in the late night set Uh, For Ico Ico, which is a a (laughs) Grateful Dead uh, song, or Grateful Dead staple um, that I actually was lucky enough to see this year in Raleigh. Um, Mm. And this this is a big time throwback. I don't know how many people remember that cruise and that that was in 2006. That's a little sneaky sneaky stat there. But Dave and friends were playing in the Bahamas um, at Atlantis, took a big cruise boat, a cruise ship. They weren't able to play the full show on land uh, due to bad weather. So they took the show back to the cruise ship. Uh, Get on the boat was a the song they made up for it, where they used uh, Rat Dog's equipment, which was already set up.
1: <laughs> That's so wild.
0: Wild. And this this was happening at 3 a.m. Yeah. So I insane. I think this is uh,
1: part of that show is where Dave is, like, smoking a cig, and, um, while while singing some of this up on stage up by the uh, mic, I'm pretty sure because um, this is right around where Dave was quitting smoking and that's and right. 3 a.m. on a jam- on a on his Dave and friends cruise, he probably needed a cigarette. <laughs> probably. All right, a little more history here with Rat
0: Dog. Rat Dog started in 1995 and became Weir's primary band after the Grateful Dead disbanded that year following Jerry Garcia's uh, sudden death. They played their first show as Rat Dog on August 8th, 1995. Uh, Jerry Garcia died the next day. That's Rat so Dog wild. wild. Rat Dog featured Jeff Cimenti on Keys. He joined in 1997. And Jay Lane on drums. Jay Lane is the current <laughs> Dead & Company. Um, well, they're both uh, current Dead & Company members. Jay Lane, now a member, filling in for Bill Kreutzman on this final tour and Jay Lane is also a member of Bob Weir and Wolf Bros. So yeah, Jeff Cimenti, also a part of The Dead, which is basically the surviving members of The Grateful Dead without Garcia, and they w- played a few tours in the 2000s uh, with Warren Haynes as the primary um, yes. Jerry Garcia role. I saw the tour opener in 2009 in Greensboro, In the Coliseum on Easter Sunday. It's my first dead show, an experience I will truly never forget. Uh, (laughs) First encounter with deadheads at a dead show was wild. I still have the t shirt. Um, (laughs) Seeing, what a lineup. Seeing Warren Haynes as Jerry Garcia uh, with all the current members, insane. Um, Great show. One more Bob Weir um, guest appearance. His first time guesting with Dave was at Dave and Tim show 31499 in San Rafael, California, and he guessed it on Watchtower. This show also featured the first time Carlos Santana guested it with Dave, and he guessed oh. it on Rain Down on Me and Love of My Life. You'll know those from Santana's biggest album, Supernatural. Uh rain down on me a uh version of jtr that dave i guess gifted to santana um
1: but (laughs) basically
0: yeah and dave then also appeared on love of my life on the album but take a look at that dave and tim show truly an all-time dave and tim show and the fact that both of them guested in that same
1: show what bruce it's a sick show it's on YouTube Copperpot has it up full show so check it out if y'all if y'all can. Uh, that's one that actually um, I would love to see released there's some there's another Dave and Tim show from 99 that's already released. I think as a DMB live maybe as a live tracks I can't remember but it is also very awesome um, 99 Dave and Tim I mean <laughs> come on
0: and finally uh, to close up the Bob Weir segment here, presumably, They met in 1995. Um, In 95, in May, DMB opened for the Grateful Dead in the Dead's final year um, before Jerry Garcia passed away just, uh, wow, less than three months later after these shows. May 19th, 20th, and 21st, Sam Boyd Stadium, Las Vegas, Nevada. And uh, I mean, what a combo here. DMB opening for the dead, massive uh, stadium. And um, let's, just, let's just run through this really quick. Uh, night one, DMB goes seek up Nancy's satellite in the minarets, in a typical say goodbye and recently closer. And now, time for the dead. The next night, uh, don't burn the pig, Billy's warehouse, Jimmy thing, drive in, drive out, 36 into ants. And then time for the dead and on the third night final time uh dmv opened for the grateful dead one sweet world lie in our graves true reflections the song that jane likes two-step into boa rhyme and reason and how fitting is this they end with all along the watchtower man that there's some some cosmic uh energy happening with this all along the watchtower closer into the Grateful Dead and then Dave Guests on it. Oh, with them? Oh, my gosh. Um, insane. Uh, obviously, that, I mean Dave Guesting with Dead & Company this most recent time. So that's, that's incredible. And then another fun tidbit from this show, they stuck around. Carter sat in on drums with the Dead during their set. So, man, just... The interweaving of everybody, unreal.
1: It's pretty funny as you go through a lot of that. There, um, you know, it's kind of been um, a little bit of foreshadowing for what Dave guessed it on with Dead and Co here, song wise. Um, obviously, you just mentioned Watchtower. You mentioned uh, not fade away there a little bit long, uh, a little bit before that. But not only has Dave, you know, been with Mayer, Weir on stage, um, and others, he's also been he's also had Mister um, O'Teal Burbridge on stage a couple of times, uh, basis for Dead and Company and of O'Teal and Friends, obviously, and I believe a couple other bands. Um, I think Vita Blue uh, with Paige McConnell from Fish. Oh yes. is a part of um, R.I.P. Vita actually, Blue. Yeah, which is actually. Uh, a cool band named after, like you said, R.I.P. Vita the Blue. The He was Oakland A's, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, Oakland A's pitcher from, uh, I don't know, 70s? Yes. 80s? Okay. 70s, yeah. yes. Okay. So, um, yeah, I saw that uh, most recent O.T.L. Burbridge guest appearance down in West Palm Beach back in 2019. This actually was released as Drive-In Show. This is the poster, actually, right here for that oh, drive-in sick. show. Uh, Mister O'Til guessed it on number forty-one, which was extremely sick. Uh, obviously, doing some scatting over his playing, he did a long solo. It was it was fantastic. Um, the last truly great forty-one, in my opinion. <laughs> um, oh, wow yeah, no hot take. I don't even know if that's true. I haven't listened to all the 41s, but we'll pretend that I have. And O'Til is fantastic. A really great human being. He has his own podcast, which is awesome. Um, but that was really, really cool. So again, to see Dave and O'Til on stage is awesome because O'Teele is mostly shoeless and it's always super fun to see what he gets painted on his face and just to see him you know, kind of sidestepping and grooving around up there on stage uh nolan but for O'Teal, that wasn't the only time that he guested with dmb which i kind of thought it was but then right after the show looked it up that time to see if he had ever guessed it and he had but it had been literally 26 years to the day (laughs) to the exact day um of his first guest appearance back in 1993 uh, Nolan, and that's a that's a day that uh, that's special for you and your family too, right? Seven tw- like July twenty seventh. Yeah, also my dad's birthday. Crazy connections what? here in this Crazy. episode. Crazy. We have so many stats. I mean, we have all the stats. Uh, so yeah, July twenty seventh back in nineteen ninety three in Richmond, Virginia. OTL guesses on number thirty six and true reflections to close out the show, <laughs> which is insanely funny. Um, yes, and also we need to go back and like listen to that or something. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll go to that show someday and do a uh, this day in DMB history or something. We need to bring that segment back. Um, and then in November that same year up in Massachusetts, he also, uh, it looks like that they were kind of mixed together here with Othiel, uh Jimmy Herring, Carter, Roy, Boyd. This massive crew of musicians, um, they got together that November for a show up at the Aquarium Rescue Unit. Nolan, what, what, is, what is all this about? Tell me a little bit more about this band of musicians. Yeah, so that, that's the
0: band, A-R-U, <laughs> Aquarium Rescue Unit. That's amazing. O.T.L. and like, Jimmy Oh, Harry. yeah, it's,
1: it's like a benefit show, Aquarium yeah. Rescue. <laughs>
0: yeah. Saving the animals from the aquarium. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, O'Teal and Jimmy Herring were in the band. Um, so Carter, Roy, and Boyd guesting with them on a couple tunes. I think Carter guested the entire show. Um, another crazy connection Jimmy Herring also played in The Dead uh, for those, um, I think, the first two tours. And we saw Jimmy Herring guest with DMB in Atlanta back in 2016, and he absolutely ripped. It's one so of our awesome. favorite shows to talk about, uh, and we've talked about it before on here. Um, Bring back the then, Satellite Solo. Yes. The Satellite Solo was epic.
1: Yeah. Mm. Just do so, it. Let Jeff Solo
0: on Satellite. It's over. Yeah. Just do it. One last uh, connection here. 2001 Government Mule. That's Warren Haynes' band. O'Teal. Played with him and Stefan played this show at the Roseland Ballroom. Stefan on three songs, including Cortez The Killer, The Warren Haynes, DMB <laughs> Guest Spot, Staple. Uh Unreal, the connections through all of this. So that is we had so to get random. I know. We had to get some uh Stefan on this. So yeah. there you go, Stefan. And, and lastly, Bruce, DMB has covered a Grateful Dead song two times. Do you know which songs,
1: when they played them, and why they played them? So, I do know the songs. We've got Eyes of the World, and that was obviously... um, That is correct. That is at the Gorge, maybe? No. No, where did they play Eyes of the World? They played it out in California, right after Jerry died? Correct. Yep, two days
0: after... Jerry died. They played it as a tribute to him. Um, okay, it was two days after. Yeah, and okay, Dave struggles a little bit with the lyrics, but it's a
1: great, great take on the song. I think. Um, so, what's the second one? Okay, so and, and that one was out in Berkeley. That was the Greek Theater, actually. Why do I think it was the Gorge? Greek Gorge, whatever. Um. So yeah, and the only time they played it, which is really disappointing. Um. But the second one was um. I mean, we almost had the anniversary. We just had it yesterday, July 4th. And that was 2015 with Bela, Friend of the Devil. Yes. Um, we talked with Bela a little bit about that. And he was just kind of like, you know, we were like, how'd that happen? Like, what? that was so cool, whatever. And he was like, I don't know. Dave just you know, kind of said, we're going to play this. And I was like, cool. And of course, he ripped it, and it was awesome. And yeah. he was just like, yeah, it just happened. At SPAC. And what was the connection there? It was... Grateful Dead fifty was happening at the same time.
0: Yes. The yeah. Fare The Well Final Shows in Chicago. Um so yeah, that was their tribute to them. Pretty cool moment. Um Yeah. That, that was awesome. It's a great a great cover. They oh, play yeah. it more like the uh the album version, not the slow down ballad that the Grateful Dead went to. But um, I I love
1: damn. that, and Dave sounds great singing oh, yeah. it. Um, so good. Which I can't just like. I, I get it why bands kind of um, shy away a little bit from Grateful Dead covers. Uh, sometimes some bands really lean into it, and some um, do it sparingly. And dB obviously very 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 sparingly, which I wish they do a little bit more. Um, maybe we'll get one yeah. this tour. Maybe right around when. Dead & Company round out their tour maybe DMB will throw them a nod or uh, bring somebody on stage who knows you just never, hey, never know do
0: you have a song that you'd want to see DMB cover by the Grateful Dead in particular
1: um, I was going to say um, the one that Dave said actually is his favorite um, which I think which we were hoping was going to come the other day which is Casey Jones I think that would be awesome Yes. Um so I'll just go with that. I don't know if that stole your answer, but I have several, but
0: I think that would be the one that makes the most sense. Uh yeah. Because the crowd would get super into it, and I think Dave singing it would be really good. Um It'd be awesome. Better than Sledgehammer for sure, but I mean people love sure. Sledge. Oh yeah. Duh. So okay, Bruce, let's get into finally, now that everyone knows why Dave is friends with all these guys. Um, let's talk about what they played. And I they mean, all of that off-
1: information that we just funneled into your heads, that was while Dave was walking out onto the stage. Just picture him walking out, and then all of that just going through everybody's head. This is all the things that's happened, blah, 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 and <laughs> boom. Now we get to start the Dave guest appearance with Dead & Company. Yes, yes. And before uh, before
0: they bus- or started playing Watchtower... Grateful Dead, I mentioned earlier, played Standing on the Moon. Big missed opportunity for them to cover Walk Around the Moon uh, with Dave. Like, I don't. I mean, Standing on the Moon segue into Walk Around the Moon into Watchtower? Come on, guys. Uh, (laughs) But actually, I loved how Dave acted when he came out. He was smiling so much. Everyone was hugging. um, And he was like, kept making this gesture like his head was exploding. He was like, I don't know. How yeah. I'm on stage right Mind now in blown. this moment. Yes. That was so cool. Just a wholesome moment. Um I mean, you could tell Dave was like truly loving it. Um but Bruce Watchtower, I thought this was pretty similar to the DMB version and kind of felt like they catered to Dave on that a little bit.
1: I know, I was I was interested to see that and they let Dave basically take center stage and he played his own version. Um yeah absolutely and they they rocked it it was really really good Dave Mayor. sounded fantastic he held his uh you know patented note right there leading into um the first chorus just what I mean it was awesome uh, if you call it oh, a yeah. chorus i don't even really know like it's it's kind of just more of a the song is just the song it just rolls i don't even mm-hmm. know how to describe it but whatever um and that was awesome, and um uh, cementi just on the keys, absolutely destroyed coming out of dave's vocals uh out of dave's stuff, and obviously, you just mentioned a second ago mayor, but I thought Jeff was just fantastic, oh yeah dude he's he's so talented uh
0: I love him, he'd be a great uh a great addition to DMB if if Buddy ever decides to go do his own thing, Chimenti, I think that'd be sick. <laughs> it,
1: it it absolutely would. It was that was really sick. I was like, man, he he had been uh you know rolling on earlier in the show. Anyways, he was feeling it. I was really um, impressed with him and John that night, which kind of always are. But yeah. it was you know it was just feeling those two for sure. And then yeah, Mayor was absolutely shredding. Uh, they threw in a little bit of the stairway tease there. Dave did it vocally, uh, and then yeah. they brought it back to Watchtower there for the end. Yeah, that was awesome. I felt like Dave, a, a few parts was like ready
0: to absolutely go like full ham the way they do with the band, and and then Bobby would start singing, and Dave was like, "Oh, let me let me rein it in a little bit and match, yeah, match Bobby's vibe."
1: Yeah, sorry, Bobby, don't want to step on your toes, but yeah. Dave dave was super locked in you can tell they also rehearsed pretty good i mean they were when they would hit some of the notes um yeah. together and he was looking back to the drum like outside and doing yes he was slamming that guitar down and uh turning sideways just like he communicates with carter and yeah. was doing with them too and i was like oh they were so locked in it was awesome and the
0: lights too came
1: in at the oh, same yeah. time that was
0: i was impressed by that they they did a great job um a little segue here, Watchtower and Not Fade Away, a classic Grateful Dead cover. Buddy Holly original tune that I think at this point most people probably just associate it with the Grateful Dead. It's one of those kind of things. Dead song. Yeah. Um so yeah, a staple for them. And this was kind of Mayor uh Mayor Bobby and Dave all all singing it. Um yeah, so Dave, what verse did Dave sing on that one? I can't remember. I don't I don't know if Dave did um uh, sing a verse on that one.
1: He sang something maybe I don't maybe he didn't sing a verse. I, I know that I got a little confused cuz or thinking back on it they swapped out, you know, who was singing verses and they rolled through and um I know on the next one we'll talk about they each sang a verse, I believe. Yeah. Um as well as the last song in the encore. So um, I couldn't remember for not fade away. But,
0: this one was yeah. more of a, like a group sing along um, that the crowd kept kind of taking into the encore uh, chanting it, which was cool. And I was wondering, I'm like, Oh, is he going to come back out? Cause that'd be wild for him to come back out for an encore. Um, sure enough. He did. <laughs> they all came back out uh, a few minutes later and started playing knocking on heaven's door and that marks the second uh bob dylan cover of the night yeah watchtower bob dylan knocking on heaven's door bob dylan dave sings the second verse i thought he crushed it first time dave has performed this song live that we know of um and it's just it's so cool because the grateful dead love bob dylan jerry and bob in particular and if you haven't listened to it you need to Dylan in the Dead is an all-time record. I've got it on vinyl. Um, it's an all-time record and tour. So tune in. Uh, check that out if you haven't. And, I mean, Bruce, what did you think about this this rendition? I thought Dave's vocals,
1: again, were just phenomenal. Oh, it sounded great. It's just another song. Dave sounds extremely good singing. It's right there in his register. Um, and, it you know, it was... For all of them to be trading off verses, I thought it was really cool to get each vocalist's kind of unique take on the the verse. And then they all kind of harmonized very well. Again, you could just tell that they had, you know, they were prepared. They had either rehearsed, they're all kind of, you know, musical geniuses for the most part. They can, you know, do things on the fly. But it really sounded like they were prepared for this. And there was no stumbling. There was no mumbling. No one, um, Mm -hmm. you know, tripped over themselves. Uh, so that was really, really good. Nolan, is this something that the Dead have covered a lot? Um, I th- I thought that I had seen it or heard it before, uh, Dead and Company for sure, but didn't know if that was, you know, a staple Dead cover of Dylan's. Yeah,
0: and uh, Jerry Garcia band as well. Um, yeah, Jerry really uh, with Jerry Garcia band. Um took that as an opportunity to cover a lot of Dylan. Um, so, yeah, they've, uh, it's been a stable. I don't know how many times, I'm not sure how many times Grateful Dead played it or Jerry played it or Dead & Co. played it, but man, it was great.
1: Um, yeah, it just seemed like one that I'd heard them play before, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I figured that it was. And yeah, this is another one I think Dave, if he was so inclined, could bring over to DMB. Um, and they can oh just my God. do a little nice little E1, just like they did here. A little E1 ballad. I mean, come on. Like, let's that go. Would, that would be awesome. And
0: yeah I mean, it's a, a crowd pleaser as well. Um, mm. One other thing for Dead fans I've heard some rumors flying around that Dylan might guest with them in San Francisco at some point during their oh boy. final three shows. So stay tuned for that. That would be incredible. Uh, Bob's actually been on tour in Asia and Europe and he's been busting out dead covers left and right uh, as an ode to this Dead & Co final tour so that's been pretty cool to see Um, so keep your eyes on those final shows in San Fran Bruce they close it out I'm wondering you know, what's going to happen here are they going to play Casey Jones to bust it out or to to close out the night Um, they hadn't played it so far in the three nights, it's going to be Ico Ico. Dave knows that one. He's played on it with Weir before. Uh, but no, they go with The Weight by The Band. So that makes four cover songs with Dave to close out the show and the run in Boulder. Mayor Dave, Weir, O'Teal exchanging verses. Everyone's singing on the choruses. Dave sings the fourth verse uh, and the choruses. And the fourth verse is that uh, Crazy Chester and Jack is dog. I mean, <laughs>
1: this was awesome. What a great way to end the show. It really, really was. Um, just, I was obviously kind of leaning with you. I was like, oh yeah, they'll play something. Um, they'll play a dead tune, uh, you would mm-hmm. think. Um, but no, and this was this was very, very good. Um, and shout out here because, uh, what is it? the the band dogs in a pile that took the lyric from this song for for their band name as well um <laughs> which is which is hilarious i didn't even like register that until they were playing that and my buddy that was sitting there I was like here it comes here it comes here's the dogs in a pile uh line um <laughs> and i think bobby sang it actually um but yeah that was that was super cool obviously very, very well known, uh, the band song, and um, people cover that left and right, really, and for for good reason. And uh, just another one, like <laughs> Dave sounds so good on it. It's kind of you know another one where you're like, hey, can you bring that over to DMB as well? You know, just just try it, just try it, Dave. Uh, fans would absolutely love it. So that was really really cool. But it's not the first time. That Dave has been on that song before. He actually guessed it with Warren Haynes uh, back in 2011. Um, and Nolan, I think that you mentioned that Dave guessed it with Mo when they opened for D&B 20 years ago in 03. Yeah, um, yeah. and they played this as well. And um, yeah, I think. Oh, man, I haven't even heard that before. But I, I, no. I think that you had mentioned. You hadn't mentioned that before. And now that this pops up, I'm like, I need to go check that out. I need to listen to that recording. Oh,
0: I'll send it to you. I still have it in my iTunes. It's amazing. Mo opened for DMB that day. They closed their set with The Weight with Dave. Um, ah. I've always loved that one. It was 6 at Blossom. Okay. And uh, that is an awesome show. And fun fact, DMB soundchecked dreams of our fathers before that show doof doof Doof. i mean unreal you aren't getting these stats anywhere else bruce it's just not Uh happening so thanks for tuning in uh but man gosh (laughs) uh
1: play doof um i know i I think i think i think i've heard that sound check before but i haven't heard the um the weight with Mo. Now I need to find it. So yeah. um, I can round out my 62103 uh, collection.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um But Bruce, that that wraps it up. The uh, crowd goes wild at the end. Show ends with Dave just he like doesn't know what to do. The rest of the band's like hugging each other and they're all like hugging on stage and he goes back to the microphone and goes dead in company. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was so funny it was like the perfect like awkward Dave who he just was so happy he was literally smiling the entire time he wasn't singing and he just looked like Carter does during every single DMV show and that just made me so happy um, but one more thing to shout out from this show shout out to the drones oh there were, yes the drone light show A la DMB Gorge 2022, um, which is the site of Dead & Co.'s next stop this weekend, Two Nights at the Gorge. Um, Another another little connection there, dude. Yeah. They've got five shows left, and two of them are at the Gorge. What a way to go out. Um, But yeah, the drone show with the uh, Grateful Dead Steely and the Dancing Bears. Unreal. I'd actually, at this point, I'd take drone shows like that over fireworks. I thought that was so awesome, especially while the music's going
1: on looked awesome.
0: Um, yeah. So cool. I
1: love it. I know. I wonder and, if it was the same
0: company that did, uh, that did DMVs at the Gorge.
1: Yeah. I mean, quite possibly. And I'd love to see that a little bit more. I mean, it looked really, really cool. Um, And, you know, at first I wasn't sure if this was just something that was playing on a screen and that they had, um you couldn't really tell if it was Uh, Just on a screen, and they were, you know, pre recorded or something that was computer generated. But then you're like, no, that's those are the drones. You can see them kind of like flying around and moving, and that's the sky there. And then they finally kind of zoomed out a little bit, and you could tell it was really, really cool. I hope DMV does it again, but look at that DMV Pioneers um, on that front in this scene. I mean, I haven't really seen too many other bands do this. I don't know, um, obviously, much about any other bands other than the ones we talk about on this podcast for the most part. Nah. But um, you know, I, I figured that I would have seen it somewhere pop up if it was really, really cool. And the the Dave and Dead and Company stuff here was really awesome, Nolan.
0: It really was. What a what a what a Monday. I mean Yeah. Never never miss a Monday show, I guess. That's uh that's unreal. I had such a great time watching this was geeking out. Um, So, you know, I'm glad we were able to record this podcast this week and and had something unique to talk about because, I mean, uh, just two of my favorites here combining. Unreal. I I can't wait to download the show um, and listen to it nonstop. This was so great,
1: Bruce. Uh, I'm glad, really glad we could talk about it this week absolutely it just I mean that made for a just epic Monday night honestly um, goose kicking it off at, at this household um, and then rolling into just what was truly an iconic moment I mean uh, regardless of what people may think about Dave Matthews in the Grateful Dead scene or, or vice versa uh, this is music history um and world like you said world's colliding uh just incredible stuff and that was something that will I mean that'll happen that time and that's it i mean that's probably it nothing nothing like that's going to happen again so that was really cool to feel like we were a part of it and just kind of like anticipating waiting is he going to come out and dave does Mm -hmm. and just seeing what they were going to play really really cool and just can't get much better than that so that was that was epic that would truly was that's why we have a episode fully dedicated to that but as nolan said you know we will get back to uh the dmb stuff soon because there's some pretty epic shows that happen on the dmb front uh pine knob deer creek there's stuff to talk about but we've got um you know the the northerly island show as well uh the shows coming up this weekend that we'll talk about um but who knows i don't know if i'll be paying much attention to the serious stream of northerly island on friday because goose plays us back i mean you know what do you, what do you expect me to do here <laughs> Very true What
0: another tie-in here uh, Goose at SPAC July 7 And then a oh. week later DMB at SPAC um, so Man We'll have another episode Before that uh, Northeast run of Guilford uh, Two nights in Guilford Two nights in SPAC Can't wait to, to talk about all these shows And shout out to Dave Shout out to Dead and Company What an amazing group of musicians On the stage at one time Uh, On a Monday night in Boulder, Colorado And if you were there Very jealous Uh, So I hope everyone had a great time Hope everyone enjoys Chicago this weekend Um, Yeah That's about it Um, Follow us up on social media Tag us, send us pics Do your thing Enjoy the shows We love it and we'll see you next time On the corner of Gray Street